This is either going to be a massive success or a big flop. Either way, here we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Scattered. What's the worst that can happen? To Scattered, the podcast brought to you by me, Katie G. Um, oh my god, I cringe so hard when I said that. Um, first off, I'd like to start this podcast by apologising for the man voice that you are hearing. Not saying that men's voices aren't great or anything, but um, yes, I am not under the weather. I won't say under the weather, but my voice is slightly strained. Um, I'm a full time teacher, and I just did my first gig last night, which I'm going to talk to you about today as well. So the voice has seen better days. But I know that today is the only day um, that I'm off and I'll be talking about that too in a minute. So it's the only day that I'm off and I actually get a chance to um, sit down and do it. And I know if I didn't sit down and do it today, this episode I mean, um, I would never have done it. And I really am trying to hold myself accountable to um, doing these things because I'm very nervous to start this idea. Um the world does not need another podcast by any means. We have enough. There's enough people talking. There's enough interesting people talking. I'm not saying I'm interesting at all. I don't. I think it's a bit uh, full of myself to think that I'm interesting enough or to give off the impression even that I'm interesting enough to have a podcast. But here I am, talking into a microphone. I've done this episode. I've started this episode about three or four times um, and finished them three or four times under different names. So first off, I was called Shut Up Katie. Then we were called so many different names. I'm not even going to tell you the rest of them because in case that someone's like, oh, I actually prefer that name and then I end up changing the whole thing. But yes, you are welcome to Scattered. Um, Scattered is my podcast that is going to just be pretty much, as the name suggests, Scattered. Uh, I want to talk about everything. I, will, I am inspired by podcasts like Getting Curious by Jonathan Van Ness, um, The Times, the Times do fantastic um, current events uh, on their podcast. I'm inspired by George Ezra and friends. George Ezra um, with his friend Ali talking about mental health and stuff like that. I'm inspired by a lot of different podcasts. And I kind of want to do one of my own because I find myself to be very undereducated in some things in the world. And maybe this podcast would be a fantastic way to get educated. Again, apologies for my voice. I can hear it myself. I do sound like I'm after smoking a packet of fags, but I don't smoke and I don't judge anyone who does. But uh, just know that this is just from talking to kids and talking to because I'm a teacher. I don't know if I said that before. And um, also from singing last night, because really with gigs and I think the musicians who are listening can understand it really is like training for a marathon when you're back at gigs again. For example, the last time I was in a gig I was in February, it was February and I was in Madrid and I haven't really sang properly for a two hour set since because of lockdown and everything. And I'm not really going to talk about COVID that much maybe, I'm going to try not to. We've heard enough about it, everyone's fed up of hearing about it. Um, so I'm just going to try and avoid it. I realise I've gotten into this intro and not explained who I am for those of you who may have just stumbled across this. And if you have, thank you for listening. 
and for the people who haven't stumbled and actually went looking for it, thank you for listening as well. But um, my name is Katie Gallagher. I am otherwise known as Katie G on the music scene. I am otherwise known as Miss Gallagher in the classroom. And I am also known as the girl who just can't sit still. And that's okay too. But anyway, I'm a musician. I'm a teacher in the Midlands. Um, I teach music and religion. I don't get to teach religion now because my school doesn't do religion. But um, I miss it. But I do teach music full time. And I also own my own business. Uh, Tremolo Entertainment Limited. And um, it's a music school. And it's a really cool venture to be on. I have my fingers in a lot of pies. I don't like that saying. I don't like that phrase. Don't know why I said that. But yeah, um, I'm busy. I like to keep going. I like to keep doing things. And I am 23, soon to be 24, because it is October season. And I'm very excited to um, be 24. Actually, maybe I'm not. I don't know how to feel. Today I feel excited about it. Tomorrow I might be scared of pending death and doom and age. Uh, <laughs> that was very morbid. But um, yeah, that's me. Pretty much me in a nutshell. I'm a Libra. I have a lot of tendencies. For any of you who are into star signs, um, I have a lot of tendencies of a Libra. I'm very sensitive. So if you feel free to comment underneath these podcasts, but uh, comment kindly or with constructive criticism, that'd be nice. No um, heavy stuff, please. Um, The world is too mean at the minute. It's nice to share some positivity. And if that positivity happens to come my way, that'd be great too. (laughs) I'm chancing my arm there. But anyway, first off, I'd like to talk to you about what this whole podcast is going to be. It's not always going to be just me talking, but today it is because I feel like I have to do this first for myself to let you get to know me a little bit. But then I am going to be doing lots of interviews. I plan to have some very nice people on to talk about all things we have. Beardfire, who I'm signed to, a label I'm signed to in Dublin, they're coming on to chat about all things music industry. I'm planning to have musician friends. I'm planning to have my students on. And my students, I'd love to do a series on the through the eyes of my students and every year group and how they're different and what their lives are like. And I would also love to do um, politics. I can hear the people turning off the minute I say politics. Obviously, I will be the interviewer. I will not be forcing anyone's opinions on anyone. Um, But yeah, those are the things that interest me. And I'd love to learn more about those things and talk more about those things. And pretty much, I just want a a safe space to just do my thing. And I feel like I have, my life is on a three three-legged stool I like to say a lot the first leg is teaching and pretty much teaching is is a group thing it's a group job you have to work as a team but you also have to work for a team for a team of students make sure they're okay um the business I am very lucky to have a fantastic business partner we worked very close together I also have a team of teachers working for us as well and they're amazing so again it's a team thing and we have to worry about competition and stuff like that as well. So, and the same with teaching, you kind of have to worry about making sure that you're up to scratch with the standard and stuff like that. And then music is just a whole other ball game. To be honest with you, I have I'm around, I'm coming to the time of the year every September October, I have the battle with music, 
and I, the battle with keeping motivated and keeping going with it. And maybe we'll talk about that another time. But it is very difficult to keep going with those type of things. But anyway, podcasts, kind of similar to music. The industry is so saturated that I think I'm just going to be quite happy in my little corner. And if nobody listens to it, nobody listens to it. That's fine. But um, I'm just going to be in my own little corner here, do my own little thing, and hopefully enjoy the process. Um, Because I have so many things on, no more than any of my my fellow friends or people who are listening to this, everyone's busy. Everyone's doing their own thing. And I started this podcast. I tried to start this podcast in August and then during the lockdown as well. But I just kept getting out of it. And I've said it now that I'm doing it, so I better do it. So I would like for you guys to please hold me accountable. If I miss a week or a, a episode or... I don't know what my upload schedule is going to be because my timetable is so busy at the minute. So um, it might be every fortnight, it might be every month, it might be every week. Or it might be one time if I might, when something happens I might put out too. I don't know. But I would just love for you to, um, to give me your feedback, share your feedback with me and that way at least I'd be able to work on something. I went back to school and um, it's been a strange process to go back. Unfortunately, I don't get to see my lovely students' smiles. I think the mask has actually damaged my hearing. Has anyone else felt that way? When you have the mask on, it's very hard to hear. Because everything's muffled. That's probably a very obvious statement now that I've said that. But anyway, I find my voice is going because I'm trying to shout over the mask. And to be quite honest with you, that's not me trying to be anti-mask. I think it's the safest thing to be doing. And if it's what the the World Health Organization are saying we need to do, we need to do it. We need to protect our people. Um, but it's very strange. And I didn't realise, and this is in all walks of my life, I didn't realise how much of a toucher or a comforter I was before lockdown. So for example, I love to give high fives. High fives are like my thing. Fist pumps are my thing. Um, and obviously for my friends, not for students of course, but for my friends and my family, hugs are my thing. I love hugs. Love them. And I miss not being able to do that. Like I miss not being able to put my hand on the shoulder of a friend who's needs comfort do you know what I mean um so there's that but you know what I'm not going to talk about this the sad things that have come out of lockdown or all the dark things that have happened during the lockdown I want to talk about the good things we have seen so mo- many good things happening during this lockdown we've seen people look out for friend, look out for neighbors we've seen people look out for each other we've seen people come together as a community to try and better and I know there are other there are the outliers of the massive house parties and they're the outliers of the massive GAA football gatherings and stuff like that like look these things are going to happen I'm not getting into it because I'll just get too heated and you don't need to see a heated Katie Gallagher on your very first podcast (laughs) maybe you want to see that hmm let me let me contemplate that one but yeah school's weird school's very very weird and I would like to take this moment to just say fair play to the students. Students are playing a blinder. They just put the mask on, put the hand sanitizer on, no complaints, just get on with it. And I don't think enough people are telling the students well done. Because obviously the media is so saturated with it's the young people's fault, blah, 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 blah. 
well, I don't think in schools it's anyone's fault if something happens, but the kids are doing brilliant. So well done, students. You're doing great. I would also like to talk about the pressure that has come with coming back. So it's obviously hard for a teacher. Now, I'm only in my second year of teaching, so I'm not really settled in the whole how the school year works and stuff like that. But it really is difficult to manage the stress now because there's so much going on, isn't there? It's so overwhelming. I don't know. It's just one of those things really, isn't it? And I don't know how leaving search students are dealing with it. And I, my thoughts go out to you. And I hope that you're okay. I hope you're minding yourselves. I use this metaphor with my students sometimes. That they have to... Now, I used it with my six years. They laughed at me. And I used it with my second years. And they loved it. So take this what you will. And I am not... And I am a hypocrite now. Because I try my best to follow this metaphor. But I don't. And I am trying. And my students, fair play to them. They're holding me accountable too. And it's a fantastic little teacher-student bond we have. But um, you need to think of yourself as a seesaw. Okay, so the little triangle thing that that holds the seesaw together, the little support, that's you. You're holding the seesaw. You have the plank of wood and you also have two balls on the end of the seesaw. The plank of wood is sleep. You need sleep. One ball is food. And the other ball is, what else did I say? The other ball is me time. If you take away the, if you take away that plank of wood, if you take away the sleep, the two balls roll away. They're gone. Goodbye. It all falls apart. If you take away food, the weight of the seesaw is not distributed correctly and the me time ball flies up in the air and rolls away. And the same, vice versa. And now, I don't know why or how this method worked. Maybe it did work. The, the, Second years deal, dealt with a lot better than the six years. But just, if you take anything out of this podcast, please mind yourself. Please know that those three things need to be in balance for you to actually function. And if you are someone who is struggling right now and listening to this, um, please realise that you are not alone, firstly. Secondly, you are totally, totally allowed to feel overwhelmed. Totally allowed. I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, I'm not anyone, like obviously I've done mental health courses and my boyfriend is a psychiatric nurse so he's into mental health as well, which everyone should be and he helps me learn about these things but um, I would just love to impart that little bit of a metaphor to you and maybe it works for you. I work very well with images, I don't know why, but there you go. So that's my school, that's me talking about school. That's what I had in my notes. And my notes, I said, who, how, school. So I think that's what I meant when I did my notes to what to talk about in this podcast. And yeah, we'll get through it. We're doing great. We're adapting. We are humans. We can adapt to a lot of things. So like I said, um, I had a gig last night. My very first gig, live gig in front of people. Well, it was great. It was in the backstage theatre in Longford and I just want to take a moment to say thank you to the team for having me. Thank you to Mona, Janice, Sean, Mulroy and I, I just want to say a special thank you to Sean as well because Sean did the lights and the sound and everything and he also came in early to make sure that I was sound checked okay and everything and 
the team in backstage and the team in a lot of theatres as well, they don't get enough credit for the, all the work they do. So thank you so much to Mona, Sean, Janice and the rest of the team. I really, really appreciate your time and thank you for giving me the chance to be the first gig that the backstage held after lockdown. I hope I didn't let you down. Gigs were strange. It was really strange um, as well to be back because... I was standing up on a stage without a mask, obviously, because I had to sing. And there was an audience all spread out, had masks on, um, social distance, very safe gig. But it was just so strange, so, so strange. And even as well, like I said before, the last time I was in Feb was February for the SoFar sessions in Madrid. I had the pleasure of going over to sing and the um, the chance to go and sing there Um what was that noise that my mouth just made? Oh my God, I have to stop and replay that. I don't know how I made that noise. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it again. But um, anyway, sorry, where was I? Yeah, I was in Madrid. And it was very hard to be vulnerable again last night. Because I think as a songwriters, any songwriters that are listening, you are kind of open up your diary and saying, here everyone, have a look at this. Um, so it was very strange for me to be vulnerable again after so long of not being vulnerable and not playing music and not gigging. Um, and even in Madrid last time, the majority of the people who were there were, now they were so kind to me and so patient with me. They were all Spanish speakers. So I kind of got away with it there as well because I didn't want to go. I didn't, I couldn't go into detail about the backgrounds of songs because... I didn't speak the language. Now they were so good to me and they had patience with me and they tried and there was translating for me and it was brilliant and I loved it. And please, if you ever need a musician, have me back, please. But um, it was very strange to be sitting in front of an audience and some people that I knew and talking about songs that I'd written and especially during the lockdown as well. Um, I was writing songs probably weren't the most uplifting and to speak about that and to tell people what I was feeling that's strange. That was strange. But I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back gigging. And um, when I say this, I don't mean about for me or anything. But if there are musicians that are playing gigs in your area, please go support if you can. Um, go out and obviously, if you're uncomfortable with, uh, like I understand, but social distancing guidelines, everything's very safe. The, the venues are very, very safe. So please go and support them. They'd be delighted to see you, I'm sure. Just a little background for ye on my uh, musical journey. I started the music when I, properly, when I was in first year of college. After a breakup, I decided to throw myself into work and the vicious cycle of when something bad happens, I just throw myself into work, happened. Um, and I don't really deal with things very well because I just throw myself into work and ignore it. But anyway, this was a good positive thing that came out of something bad. Um, I was signed to a company when I was young and I stayed in a year in that situation. And maybe when I feel a bit more comfortable, I'll talk about it. But for now, just know I'm not there anymore. I have left that situation and I went and was independent for a while. And I had... A great time being independent. Um, it was a really humbling experience. And then I got signed by Beardfire, which has been a fantastic experience too. I have had the pleasure of getting to perform around the world, around Europe and in some of the nicest venues in Ireland, which has been brilliant. Um, 
this sounds like I'm self-promoting. I'm not. I'm just trying to let you know about me. And please don't take it as me being self-promoting. Because if you knew me, you would know I'm probably the most unconfident person, really, maybe. I don't know. Um... But anyway, this that's who I am. That's my background. So that's what I would love to delve deeper into discussing these things. And the next episode with Beardfire, I definitely would love to discuss what the music process actually is like because it's so it's so nice now talking about these things. And um, when I'm talking to friends who don't understand, I mean, like, well, actually, it's this, and they're like, what? There's actually other stuff than just writing the song and singing it. And the business side of it is really interesting, really, really interesting. So, if that's something that you're interested in hearing more about, please let me know. Um, I'll talk more about. It. Of course, there are some things I I'm not comfortable talking about just yet because of just personal stuff, I suppose. Um. I am like an open book, but there are some things, only when it comes to the music thing, I don't mind talking about other things in my other professions, but I just, I don't know what it is, the music thing, if you are a musician out there, and um, you are having a tough time at the minute, please know that there is going to be an end, and there will be gigs again, it's just at the moment, it's very difficult, take this time, write some music, use this time to write music, improve your skill, take on something new. lockdown brought a lot of new things for me personally brought a lot of new business venture brought on the new business venture obviously but I also moved out and I would like to talk about that um it's been a strange experience living by myself I love it two bits I absolutely love living by myself have my own place my own little comfort um but I really realized how sheltered I was uh, in my home my home house and how privileged I was like, I just can't get used to immersion. I really can't get used to the whole having to wait for a long time before you jump in the shower. <laughs> I make my, I've reached different milestones in living by myself. I don't drink tea, but my newest uh, milestone was I bought tea bags for guests who will come over. That was my big thing. It's okay, guys. You can hold your applause. Um, I also set a heating timer because my house at home is always very very warm so we never really had to do anything with timers or anything like that we just kind of we were very lucky that we had underground heating so um that was fine so I'm getting used to that I'm getting used to coming home not to my brother or my sister or my mom kind of telling me about their day and kind of just getting used to the silence I think I've gotten too used to it now I love it too much I get very claustrophobic now when there's someone in this little apartment of mine and I'm kind of like oh people but I love it I love it and if you're on the fence about moving in and out in or out and if you're um financially okay for it and you can take on the burden of paying rent and bills and stuff like that do it it's amazing best thing you'll ever do a lot of people have asked me well you're living with your boyfriend I assume I'm like no I live by myself and my boyfriend would be the same he lives by himself in Castlebar and um he'd be the same opinion too like of this that I'm about to say it's very important if you're in a relationship to live by yourself for a while before you even think about moving in with somebody else because for me personally I'm so glad that I waited to live by myself for a while before I moved into with anyone, whether it be friends or a boyfriend or whatever, because 
at least I know now whatever happens I'm able to live by myself now and I'm able to be independent in my living and um, I love it I really do love it I'd like to also talk about things that have drawn have captured my attention during lockdown TikTok is one of them TikTok is a crazy phenomenon. Bloody love it. I'm too addicted now. It's a problem. And the problem is, I know all the trends now because I'm never off the bloody thing. And when the children in school or the young people in school, and when I say the school, I mean both my music school and my secondary school. Um, when I am in a class and I hear, if I hear from the top, make it drop, you know exactly what I'm thinking about. Um that song goes straight into my head or if I hear um Carol Baskin boom killed her that's an old one but that's the one I always think about um it's just mad it's it's a curse and a blessing to know what the students know because you can't turn it off and when I'm with my friends then who actually have lives and aren't on TikTok all the time I make a joke that is some TikTok related and they're looking at me and they're like, what is wrong with you? You are nearly 24. Get over yourself. And I've done a few TikToks actually as well. Um, The first few were of the music school and they've been very well done. Well done me. And then the others have been like really dodgy lip syncs and stuff like that. So um, my sister, my brother love to pull the pull the piss out of me and be like, Katie, um, you are too old for this. Go away. But I love it. And I think it's a fantastic uh, medium to be on because it really, that for you page for you page is just amazing because you get introduced to new people that you would never look at like for example I met I haven't met them but like I'm meeting people like uh, I forget her last name Anna is her first name and she talks about long distance relationships and it's really good to talk about that and I'm not counting myself and Colm as a long distance relationship because we're only he's in Castlebar I'm in Longford it's not too far away but um, it's nice to talk about these things and that what she's feeling it's kind of like ah yeah, okay. I feel that too. I'm okay. Um, I've also come across tarot card reading. I'm a real, I'm a real spiritsy girl, um, fairy, airy fairy girl. But that's okay. I like that stuff. I like looking at that stuff. Um, I've also followed some really funny people, some really talented artistic people that I wouldn't have gone looking for. Like I'm not really arty myself. So musically, yes, art is in drawing. No, um. And I've found some really cool people. And I think it's better than YouTube in a way because for YouTube, you have to go really look for these people. TikTok is a different story. I love TikTok. 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 How is it when you say the words a few times over and over again? They just lose their meaning and they sound weird. Another thing I've gotten used to and gotten into during the lockdown is podcasts, obviously. That's why I'm here. Um, I used to never understand the idea of podcasts. Until I actually sat and listened to them. Louis True was my very first podcast I ever listened to. His Grounded episodes. Amazing. Top, top quality. If you haven't listened to Louis True's episodes, go back and listen to them. They're amazing. Um, and it just was brilliant because I'm not really a radio listener. I love radio, but I don't really listen to it that much in the car. I'd be more inclined, inclined to go to my Spotify playlist and play songs that I love. So it really intro- introduced me back into um the radio media again and I learned so much from podcasts I've learned so much because for me personally I'm the type of person where I feel like I'm not gonna say 
I feel so jittery when I sit still that reading doesn't suit me. It actually stresses me out more if I sit down to read because I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, you could be doing things. You could be doing something else. You could be doing something else. You have jobs to do. Come on, go and get the jobs done. So um, at least when I'm putting a podcast on, play the podcast, be doing my bits. Car journeys are great because it kills a lot of time because obviously you're listening to an interview and you're driving along and that's great. Um, so I really love the podcast. I love audiobooks. Audiobooks are brilliant. And I would really recommend, guys, if you are someone who can't meditate, meditating is very difficult, but if you're someone who can't meditate, please go and listen to an audiobook. I would recommend Agatha Christie or any type of mystery book if you're into that type of thing because I was listening to Agatha Christie, Sherlock Holmes as well. And for those uh, audiobooks, you have to listen to them. You have to listen or if you miss something, you have to wind it back because you've missed a clue and you have to listen and that really puts you back into the moment again. So if you're having difficulty with meditation slash being in the moment, audiobooks are brilliant for that. I've also gotten into selling Sunset. Over the lockdown, I watched Tiger King about seven times. I did a whole episode in my previous podcast about the Tiger King phenomenon. Um, but of course, it's kind of outdated now, to be honest. Um, my main question from Tiger King is, what do they have to tell Carol Baskin? Or what do they have to pay her to get her on that show and be portrayed in the light that she was portrayed in? The same with Selling Sunset. What do they have to pay certain girls on that show? If you if you know Selling Sunset, you know who I'm talking about. I don't want to name and shame, obviously, because they're getting a lot of hate on the internet now at the minute. So I don't want to be adding to that. But what do they have to pay those girls to be on the show? Or how did they spin it to them? Obviously, some people are just money hungry or fame hungry and wants to be part of the show. But like... Some of those girls' have, lives have been ruined from this show. So, like, if they were going to be portrayed as the bitch or whatever, like, how did they... I don't know. These are all things. You understand what I'm saying. I'm losing my point here. Another question I have for Netflix in general is how do Netflix programs have so much power in this community that we live in? Like, if you look at Tiger King, Tiger King brought in so many new laws about animal protection and stuff like that that had been for years battled out in congress or whatever so, and it, the, the netflix was that final push that pushed everything the netflix program i should say sorry was that final thing that pushed everything to go to um to pass laws and stuff making a murderer um that has brought in brand new laws about children underage being interrogated by the police like it's just mental that a program which is can be biased in some situations and we have to remember that obviously because we are seeing it through one side of the lens in some cases how can that have so much power over people but yet we see the stories of real life people in real life situations like this and we don't care as a society we don't care I don't know. That's a deeper question maybe for another day. Maybe it's um, too deep to be giving you on podcast number one. And I do, I would like to reiterate, I'm trying to keep it as light as possible for podcast number one. Um, and we get into the nitty gritty stuff as you get to know me a bit better. But yeah, Netflix and TikTok, the influencers are really powerful, aren't they? And we see that through COVID parties, through registering to vote, through um, trends. 
Like there was trends there that were promoting all sorts of things. And like no one batted an eyelid because Addison Ray was doing it or Charlie D'Amelio was doing it or James Charles was doing it. Is that mental? Isn't it a bit scary? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being maybe the twenty-four is kicking in on me now and I'm just getting old and groggy. Well, I'm groggy anyway because of my voice today, but I am going to try and figure out my upload schedule. I would love to commit to fortnightly episodes. I'd love to. But I think it's better for me at the moment to just say the next one is coming when the next one is coming. And the best way for you to keep up to date is to follow Scattered The Pod on all social medias we have an instagram facebook twitter we also have a if you want to get in contact with the pod uh you can go to scatteredthepod at gmail.com give me an email let me know what you want me to talk about and um, i would take any and all uh constructive criticism and feedback that'd be great i would also like to take a few thank yous I would firstly like to thank my students, my second years especially, for helping me come up with these different names for my podcasts. They've been brilliant and for giving me a bit of encouragement too. It's nice when someone who's not related to you is giving you encouragement to do these things. So I appreciate that. I would like to thank my um, boyfriend, Colm, for being fantastic support as well and for also being our editor-in-chief I'm not gonna say editor-in-chief but um he listens to all these and yeah he is an editor he's a editor slash producer of these because he listens to every single episode I send him gives me feedback I really appreciate you you know I do um and hopefully we'll get him on soon as well that'd be brilliant and to talk all things mental health relationships whatever I would also like to thank Beardfire Rowan and Al and David because they have been astronomically helpful when it comes to podcasts and Eve Dunphy as well I'd love to thank her as well for all the information on podcasts and how to run them and how to do them I would also like to thank the amazing Grania Fahi otherwise known as Grani Graphics I can't pronounce it properly but I have shared them on everything so if you look her up please she's amazing thank you so much Grania for the time for doing all my artwork for all walks of my life I appreciate you I love you so much uh, please go and support her she's opening up commissions again so uh, go and look her up and I would also like to let you know that if you like the theme song that you listened to at the start and you're going to hear at the end of this podcast that is my song called Do It Right and it is available on Spotify so if you want to check me out on Spotify or on my own personal IGs or Twitters or whatever it's the K-T-G-I-R-E because apparently there's five or six KTGs uh, but I'm the only one from Ireland that I know of so that's good and yeah that's it guys that's what I'm gonna leave with you today impart some things with you hopefully you've taken something out of it hopefully it's killed uh 40 minutes of your time maybe if you were driving and it's killed 40 minutes in your drive um thank you very much for listening thank you very much for the support thank you very much for holding me accountable in advance to record these things because maybe it's it probably is a self-confidence thing that I just I don't feel like I have the right to do a podcast but here I am, I'm going to break through that barrier, I'm going to get over that fear, I'm just going to do it because it's something I've always wanted to do and I tend to be the type of person that if I've always wanted to do something, I will do it, whether it's a absolute disaster or not, I'm going to try my best and do it. So here's me doing it. 
Guys, I thank you so much for being here, listening, appreciate you and have a great week, fortnight, month, who knows when the next episode is going to come, but have a great day wherever you are in the world and be kind and I'll see you when I see you. All opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions and ideas of me and me alone. They are not the opinions of the businesses I work for or the businesses I have. So we better do it.